Net Support, the driving force behind School IT Solutions. Uh, listeners, my next guest is joining me in the studio, James Clark, and this is really interesting. This is a conversation which was prompted after uh, Professor Stephen Heppel's conversation with us yesterday about furniture, and I know that uh, James, uh, welcome to the show, has Thank worked you. closely uh, with Stephen on a number of projects, uh, but just explain you know, what you do and how it kind of fits in the world. Um, we go back a quite a long way, and you do some very interesting uh, design work for me, and we'll talk about that in a second, but thank you so much indeed uh, for joining us. Uh, design is everything yet and Stephen made this lovely point here we still buy the caretaker's favorite chairs because they stack nicely mm-hmm. discuss oh dear, oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> sure where do you fit into the organization of it what do you do and okay. talk to me about learniture as well because that's innovative stuff yeah. again uh, in collaboration with the fabulous professor and his good his good daughter Juliet, absolutely. Um, who's designed some really interesting stuff in in her own right as well with you. But but where do you sit in the whole lot of this? Okay. Well, what we're always trying to do is to help teachers have the most appropriate and the best and the most supportive environment in which to teach. Um, we work with people who are trying to do things differently, who are trying to get away from simple direct instruction, chalk and talk, face to front, um, for which rectangular tables all facing in a row is appropriate. Um, So all of the schools we're working with um, are challenging that um, and trying to do things differently. Um, What we need to do is to understand that um, and help point them in the right direction in terms of of bits of furniture in which to sit. Um, We look at all of the research um, that's going on and it's a really difficult thing because there isn't any empirical research that absolutely sits there and says an environment affects an outcome. But we all know we feel differently when we walk into a cathedral. Um, than if we walk into a shopping centre. And so I think instinctively we know this. Um, We've worked um, a lot with Stephen, um, but also with Dr Tim Holmes, a neuroscientist, um, to look at the different cues that exist um, um, instinctively within human beings. Mm -hmm. um, um, Because we want the environment to support certain behaviours. um, but most of all, what we want is we want teachers to be able to deliver really innovative, outstanding, challenging lessons without one arm tied behind their back because they're trying to do it in a classroom that really isn't fit for purpose. No, it's not. And those classrooms have been laid out like that for a very long time. It's a, uh, some lovely poetry um, with old-fashioned desks about, you know, um, <laughs> taking a breath in between. It's, it's a, yeah. I, I must find that and, and put that in the show. It's delightful yes, it's, stuff there as well. Um, every surface, a writing surface. Kids have been writing on desks for years, and then all of a yes. sudden, you guys come up and say, "No, <laughs> we're going to make this uh, from a particular laminate that you can do yeah. dry work." My, my, dry, <laughs> easy for you to say, <laughs> listeners. Uh, a dry marker uh, pen on a surface, and then yeah. just wipe it clean because um, uh, that, that's what they do. They, yes. It's a nice note-taking kind of thing, and um, and, and that. That was received in a very interesting way, wasn't it? Because people went, you know... Stephen told me 10 or 15 years ago, he said, look at dry wipe surfaces and look at tiered seating. Um, and there are two areas where we, we spent a lot of time doing research. Um, there is something different about a horizontal dry wipe surface. Um, there's something instinctive about picking up a big, thick, chunky pen and writing on it. Your work's public. Um, there's no hiding. And so it's actually very, very easy... Um, um, for a teacher to see what's going on and actually because that work is public and because students are supporting each other um, critiquing each other's work Mm. um, 
it, it, it creates a completely different dynamic. Um, and of course, now with, 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 with technologies, it is um, so ubiquitous. You can just simply pick up your smartphone, you take a photograph of it, you upload that to a digital portfolio. Um, it is something, as I say, that, that, that it sounds simple, um, but you've got to get it right. Um, and as I say, the research behind that for us is, is, is um, um, was, was, you know, took a long time and to, you know, to, get it, to get it all right. Um, interestingly, also, with, you know, when we worked with, with, um, with Tim Holmes, um, Tim was saying, talking about risk-taking. Um, and of course, and you, you'll see, a, you'll see a, a preschool child doing a very simple letter formation um, on a dry wipe surface um, and they will have a go because it's not in their exercise book and if they get it wrong they can rub it out and they can have another go um, and so it really is working on those um, mm. on that metacognition in, in that way um, but similarly right through to another, you know, a university undergraduate doing a complex mathematical equation um, it, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's something that works for everybody but it isn't the right answer for everything we're not trying to what we hate, I hate, I mean, I've been in this game for 30 years, I've got a degree in furniture design, but I hate talking about furniture. Um, what we want to do, what we do with schools is we, we talk about teaching and learning, and we try and understand what that is, and from that we then start to solve some of those problems with furniture. Um, and so that's, that's our approach. You know, here at BET we've had, a, we've had some fantastic conversations with schools, mm. um, and they're all about process, they're all about trying to unpick things get under the skin of the school um, we do a lot of work over in Switzerland um, and interestingly we were, we're talking to two schools on either side of the same main road they're different schools um, they um, they have a slightly different character they have a slightly different culture they have a, a slightly different demographic um, and so it, it isn't a, they, they won't have the same answer because they're not the same schools they're not the same teachers or possibly um, the same furniture. Um, or the same furniture. Absolutely, they won't have the same furniture, but it will all come from us, of course. <laughs> yeah, I've always been a firm believer, and, and Stephen has influenced me, is that environments, are, you know, we are often products of our environment, and if you give young folks a nice, tidy school that's yeah. new and crisp and feels good, they generally take care of it. It's yeah. the old rubbishy ones they are still kicking around because, actually, they look as if they've been kicked around, and... Uh, and uh, you've very kindly uh, worked very closely with me and we've come up with some great studio furniture that to use in radio stations and of course using this wipe clean surface is perfect for us because you don't want the rustle of paper on your show and if you suddenly get an idea you can't suddenly speak if you've got open microphones in the same studio so being able to write so that someone can see very clearly or even draw something is just so sensible absolutely it and it's it's the right product in the right place at yeah, the right time and absolutely. that's what it's for us that's what it's all about Good. Um, um, no I mean as you say we've done some really enjoyed working with, with, with the schools with you um, to create spaces as I say to create, a, to create radio desks that really support again I know I've said it before but support what's going on at the time no, um, you know and that's a round conversation it's around people sitting uh, opposite each other it's around people um, chatting and as you say it's around making notes without rustles of paper I know it's really good uh, let's talk plants now cracking <laughs> idea I am buzzing with this idea but you know all of a sudden I'm then some kind of thinking where, where, where do we get plants from I mean we obviously yes. need something safe stable that's that looks good to stack them in and I mm-hmm. and, and you know so, uh, 
can't try to work. One of those display things that you see in shops look <laughs> like they're fit for purpose, but I bet they're not. So where do we where do we even start? This is a cracking idea. Bring your own plant to school. I love it. Yep. Yeah, no, it's and again, you you couldn't work with Stephen without knowing um, you know about the importance of of oxygen and 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 the importance of the lack of CO two. Um, um, and, uh, which is where plants come in and interestingly there's a school that um, um, that we're working with in North London where they had a child who had persistent um, um, attendance issues not when he had his own plant he had to come in to make sure that Vera was okay um, and so it's, sometimes it's, you have some un, un, unexpected um, bits We've, we're currently doing trials with schools um, we did some research and um, there's an ASA clean air survey um, or clean plant survey um, where they looked at the plants that had the greatest opportunity or, or, or were the best at removing CO2 and, and, and producing oxygen um, and from that we started to look at which of those plants we could get um, which of those plants were readily available and we talked to a plant toxicologist um, um, who um, we were put in touch with um, from Kew Gardens um, from Reading University um, because Peace lilies may be fantastic at, at, at removing CO2, but they're toxic. Um, and so we don't necessarily want those in, in, in classrooms. Um, and we put together a list of plants that we think are the best. We then started trialling those. And there is, you know, with, with, with varied success. In reality, some of them are quite tricky to, you know, a Boston fern is, is a great plant um, and is, is on the list. It's actually quite tricky to, um, um, to um, look after and quite easy to kill. Um, of course, there's great learning opportunities around that. Yes, um, yes and and quite where that takes us. And and but again, it's it's a little bit of, of actually what's right for that school. Um, the simplest, absolutely the simplest, have a wall full of, of spider plants. You pretty well can't destroy a spider plant, and if you do, another one will have a baby, and you can you can continue to replace them. Are they pretty good at uh, at CO two? Yes. Trust? Yeah. Oh, no, right. they're, they're, they they they're they're also they're okay. the ones that are on the list, and, and actually that's our go to. Um, plant. Um, it's of course it's it's a little bit boring, or it could be a little bit boring to have every plant the same. Um, but it depends on what we're trying to do. Ah, but I think you decorate the plant pot. Then I think that the Absolutely. kids then to, that's that's how you get that differentiation and Indeed. a design. And then and there are, and all the plants are named. Um, I mean, it's, it, it was great when you know down at Siddlesham School in um, primary school down in near Chichester. Um, we, we work with the kids there, and they all all their plants have names, yeah. and they then decide actually, and they start to find out some science things about it. Is it best to have our plant on the top row or the bottom row? Is it is it better to have it near the window or not near the window? Can we move this over here from the radiator pipe? Um, and so there are some, um, some some real science and STEM um, subjects that are coming in Gosh, yes. that are on the back of, from our perspective, just doing a very simple thing, and that is to try to remove CO2 and, and improve the oxygen levels in classrooms. Um, uh, you know, on our stand, it, it, it's quite interesting. We've got, we've got one of Stephen's alanometers, obviously, on the stand here, um, and seeing the difference in CO2 just between where we are um, and out on the corridor um, is quite phenomenal. Um, you know, it can be 1,100 parts per million on, on, on the stand, but 1,800 out on the corridor. Um, and there's no differences, you know, you're two or three feet. Um, but the difference is, is we very deliberately created an environment that is as close within the confines of an exhibition as close as possible to, to creating a perfect learning space. Excellent, excellent. Um, so uh, we talk about the plants. I, I think that's really good. Uh, some shelving. We need some nice design. I guess you can help me with that. Of course, as always. Um, and it is. It's you know the the current trial for for um, the Lernature plant wall is actually an incredibly simple um, felt um, hung wall panel. 
but we, we need to test that through and it's, it's currently in a couple of schools um, in the UK. Um, just checking that whilst it looks perfect, it looks perfect in our office, whether or not in the fair wear and tear of a, of a real school classroom, yeah. that's going to... But by the summer, we'll have all of these things um, covered off and, and, and hopefully solve some of the issues that we've got at the moment. Good. I think that schools, if they're really keen, they ought to make a start on this. I, I think now is a very important... Um, oh, yeah. we, we need something to, uh, to get our teeth into if, if uh, oxygen levels are really, really important. Um, so talked about Learniture and, yeah. and what happens there as well. I also want to mention Space Oasis. Of course. Because um, uh, they've got some good stuff as well and you work very, very closely with yeah. them and you refer to them as the... the well, they're, they're our parent company. Fine. And, and Learniture came about from the work that we were doing with Space Oasis. So we do all of the um, educational design work for Space Oasis. Um, um, and that is that we, the, the difference in the starting point between Space and Oasis and Learniture is Space Oasis doesn't start with a standard product collection. Um, and so um, we're not sat there looking at a directory and saying, well, how many tables, how many chairs, how many of this, how many of that. We start with, um, we use the age-old um, adage of form follows function. Mm. Um, and it, it never so true a word is spoken, you know, um, in, in, in this, because when we really understand what the school is trying to do, um, um, I mean, Aglon College over in Switzerland, a school that we worked with um, at the top of a mountain um, there, were changing their library from being somewhere that students were um, consumers of knowledge to where they were creators of knowledge. Okay. Um, and so with that very broad brief, um, or quite, I say broad brief, but very, very specific, how do we achieve that? Um, and so you then start to talk to them about putting maker spaces in. We started talking about sticking cafes in, in the library wow. because we needed these spaces to be somewhere students want to be. I mean, that's another very big thing is actually why is so much of the, why do, why do so many of the decisions that we make around educational environments um, centre around control um, yeah. rather than around um, people wanting to be there? Starbucks spent millions of pounds researching the third space um, to create a space where it wasn't home, it wasn't work, it was, but it was a space that you wanted to be. You go to any university um, and see where the undergraduates are doing their essays, um, and it's probably not in the in the in the in the libraries. It's in the in the Starbucks, and so we absolutely unashamedly look at that. We unashamedly look at what's happening in in in, in Waterstones, for example, um, to create these spaces that people want to be in. So many briefs around libraries start with "we want to increase football," um, and yet. They then stick a library desk right in the middle, um, and that's not a welcome desk, that's a sentry. Um, that's a guard, that's making sure no one's going to walk out with a book. Um, and <laughs> sadly, the person behind it very often is... <laughs> oh, yes, I think they train somewhere specifically for that. I, mean, you well, you, I love it. You yeah. well put some, some guns on the top there. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I like it. We're a library, but you don't touch anything. I, I, it's very, but yes, you're right. Uh, coffee shops have all, all of a sudden just popped up in Waterstones. You think, we well, didn't quite see that coming. No, no. Starbucks keeps a lot of data um, on, on occupancy and very interestingly they saw a massive spike um, in occupancy the day after 9-11 um, because people want to be together and they want to collaborate and they want to um, work as a community mm. um, and, and actually let's just look at those and what do those spaces, if you like the common denominator with all of those spaces they, they give you choice, there's low seats, there's high seats, there's 
round spongy tables. seats, yes, exactly. I know, yes, and I do enjoy the spongy seats. Yes. The fact that they, they saw good snacks and, and good drinks, and, and now green tea, Absolutely. he says, holding up his Starbucks <laughs> sponsored. Other teas are available, and of course, coffee shops, <laughs> but frankly, I don't care. Uh, yes. This one is, I've gone for green tea, I've stopped drinking coffee now, but you know, there's yes. choice there, and, Absolutely. That, and they had exactly what I wanted. And you know, as you say, I want to be there. Strong coffee, strong Wi Fi signal, and, and you're done. Um, and, and why fight it? you know let's not fight it let's actually say let's look at take their lead and say actually if that's where people want to be let's let's be there let's do that let's recreate those types of spaces having said that we do have a different brief you know we we, we there needs to be some 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 educational vigor behind this um and that's not trying to sound trite um but but we never forget that we're in a school we try to judge every single thing that we do on its impact on teaching and learning um, um and yes, part of that is we want it to look beautiful, um, but that's not the main thing. The main thing is what's its impact on teaching and learning. Um, and, and it's fascinating. There's a lot of schools... I mean, we're doing more work internationally. We're doing more work in the independent sector. And, and, and on one level, that's quite sad um, because, um, because the state sector, in some instances, does, does struggle. And that was one of the catalysts behind, um, behind the creation of Learniture, was to... Was to take some of those items and value engineer them to make them as accessible to everybody um, but interestingly the independent sector and the, uh, and the international sector do have opportunities to do things differently they don't have yeah. I don't know what to say the um, constraints of finance that exist the, the constraints well, of finance indeed. and the constraints of government and indeed. the constraints and the of buying yeah, you so. have to buy from only these people in exactly. this catalogue here so that, you, you've linked beautifully James yeah. uh, almost a perfect segue into my next uh, question and that is so I'm in the market for some beautiful well-designed furniture does that mean that we have to start from scratch or do you have a catalogue of stuff that is proven and I can just buy from there I'm you can buy from them I mean yes in real terms you go onto either of our websites um, I mean learn it for absolutely is a it, it's it's IKEA um, not yet quite with the same breadth of range but it's it's um, it is a um, a, a, a standardized solution um, and so yeah absolutely that's got a catalog that's got a website and and um, and that's the approach with them with space oasis there still is that catalog and so you know we work with resellers we work with with people who um, where we're not engaged directly with the client um, and we have a standard set, you know a series of, of, of standard solutions um, as I say when we work best we feel is, is when we are getting under the skin and we're not trying to reinvent the wheel we're not trying to make everything bespoke and different but everything is manufactured to order and so therefore you might as well take that opportunity on it three inches longer if I want it in a different colour it's a, a shrug of the shoulders to us it's, it's our meat and drink it makes no difference to us mm-hmm. um, and, and so, um, yep, yeah, no, spaceoasis.com and learniture.co.uk um, have, all of those, you know, have all of those product collections on them. You'd think you'd done this before. That was yeah. exactly my next question, <laughs> and thank you so much indeed for that. Uh, on Twitter, does yeah. that, can, can we connect with you on Twitter? Absolutely. Um, Learniture UK is a Twitter handle, and Space Oasis, um, similarly. Um, Instagram, similar, you know, we, we use, we use the, same, um, the same IDs on, on all yeah. of the social media channels, Good. and we do our best to try and communicate with people how we want to twitter absolutely is the one for for, for teachers yeah. um and that's where we are perfect james i've really enjoyed to talk thanks very much for taking the we've moved the conversation forward to a significant distance as well and thank, thank you, you so much indeed for joining us there thank you Russ. james clark ladies and gentlemen what a fabulous man absolutely love that conversation net support the driving force behind school, school it solutions, solutions.